And as the world anxiously awaits a COVID vaccine, there's some promising new research coming out of the University of Waterloo. And joining us now to discuss is Sushanta Mitra, a professor at the school's Institute of Nanotechnology. And the doctor joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Dr. Mitra, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Okay, tell us about this uh, spray that you're working on there. This is a spray that would kill COVID on contact. Is that correct? Well, yeah. So, yeah, as you have seen, you know, a lot of uh, doctors and particularly in the long-term healthcare centers and other medical facilities, they're using PPE and other uh, protective gears. And also in our household uh, application, we are seeing a lot of high-touch surfaces where COVID-19 uh, can be present. So the idea of our research is working in partnership with SIOTO Innovation Lab, industry partner, to come up with a coating that will actually help to uh, reduce the contact time with uh, these uh, viral loads as well as enable to kill the bacteria and the viruses. How exactly would this work then? Is it the same way that you would use a regular sort of household cleaner, you know, spraying your kitchen countertops at home right now? Yeah, so the idea, if you see how way the mode of transmission of uh, COVID-19 is through droplet, and that's what we are targeting. We are trying to see how a droplet of viral load will actually stick to a surface. So essentially the spray that we are putting on these high-touch surfaces will enable the droplet not to stick that far much. So essentially it will try to reduce the adhesion between the drop and the surface and in the process also will kill the viral load. So it can be sprayed, it can be, you know, use a brush, you can paint it even these uh, on any uh, active uh, surfaces. So it's a pretty versatile technology that we are talking about. Now, I've read, I'm sure many others have, that roughly the virus can stay on a surface for two to three hours. Would this kill the spray, kill it a lot quicker? Yes. So our idea is uh, we want to first dislodge these drop uh, droplets, the mode of transmission that has been uh, already been proven in terms of uh, this COVID-19. So we want to dislodge this from the surface, and any residue that still remain will be killed. So the idea is uh, the time of uh, it in, in contact, the droplet that gets in contact with these active surfaces, they will be killed quite fast. And not only that, once you coat the surface, it will remain, the efficacy of these surfaces uh, to kill viral load will remain for the next 24 hours or so. So this is a long term, it's not just for you know, a couple of hours. So it's a long term applications of these uh, coating materials as well. Okay, that's really interesting. That was my next question. So this spray would last on contact surfaces, on hard surfaces for some time and continue to work. It's just not that you have to continually mist and spray and uh, wipe down uh, surfaces on a regular basis? Absolutely not. So that's our goal is to increase that the longevity of this efficacy of this coating, uh, our ideally should last for even for, you know, uh, almost like a week. That's what we are targeting for. So that will 
reduce the workload in terms of people coating these surfaces, and it also will create more safety net overall for our community, particularly when people are going back to work and things are opening in currently uh, soon in, uh, in stage three for most of the province here. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. I mean, our workplace here, there's so many contact services, uh, high-touch areas like so many other office buildings. And, of course, you know, I'm thinking about uh, coffee shops and other retail stores people might go in. I mean, this is potentially, it could be a real game changer. Absolutely, no doubt about it, man. Uh, and it really provides, you know, uh, another level of protection. So we are using masks, for example. We are maintaining physical distancing and so forth, which will continue at the same time. This creates an added layer of protection for all, for all public uh, places and for our community in general. So I think this is fantastic. And other aspect that what I like about this is really partnering with the local company. This is a Canadian innovation, SIO2 Innovation Lab, is a company which has been working on these kind of antibacterial coating and so forth. So this is a, also a good leapfrog in terms of their technology innovation as well. Absolutely. We love to see these made in Canada solutions. And I'm just wondering, I mean, sitting here talking to you about this, I'm getting excited. I'm sure there's people listening getting excited. Do you, the researchers and the people you're working with as you move through this, do you get similarly excited? Absolutely. And I think this is what we see is our... Uh, contribution from the research community from the University of Waterloo in fight towards this global pandemic. So it is a local problem. We are providing a local solution uh, with a breakthrough of state-of-art research that is happening at the Waterloo Institute for Nanotechnology. That's Canada's largest nanotechnology institute. And we are not only solving a local problem, which has a global reach, so to speak. So we see that this Canadian technology will not only meet the local market and our needs immediately, but in the near future, we'll be able to provide much needed uh, these kind of uh, uh, coating materials to the uh, global community in currently in, in this case, so this uh, pandemic for global pandemic for COVID-19. Where are you and your team when it comes to the testing phase? Uh, how soon could this possibly come to market? So initial results are looking very promising. We are now working primarily on the adhesion measurements, so really trying to get the full signature of how the drop adhered to uh, coated surfaces. So that will enable us to really fine-tune the chemical compositions that will destabilize and further kill the bacteria. So our estimate is within the six months we should have a good viable product that could be soon be available, you know, in uh, in the shelves in the supermarket. Amazing. Uh, just finally, you know, one of the things I've read about is the fact that the research community, I mean, we've all come together, the hashtags, we're in this together, uh, but the research community has certainly come together, is working in lockstep. And I'm wondering whether or not this research that you're doing on this spray, could this possibly provide clues to those that are trying to develop the much-needed vaccine, do you think? That's a vaccine research is a very different, and uh, but in some way it is uh, linked in the sense that what we are doing is we are enabling the vaccine researchers to buy more time, right? So, if, for example, if through these coding we are creating more 
you know, protective environment for all the workers, for a community. So till the vaccine is available, become fully available through clinical trial, which is definitely a long drawn processes. So these kind of technology, not only the innovation that are happening at the University of Waterloo, but all other institutes as well within Canada and globally, we are working together in similar way of various ways to create this protective environment for our community. So I think this is exciting for science and, and collaboration is critical here. We are working with the researchers within the Waterloo Institute for Nanotechnology, with industry partners, and I think this is a really a global effort, so to speak, in really our, in terms of our effort in mitigating this uh, global pandemic. Dr. Mitra, I appreciate your time, your update on this, and of course, uh, your hard work as well. Thank you so much for joining us. It goes without saying, we will be watching this with interest. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. There goes Dr. Sushanta Mitra, who's a professor at the University of Waterloo.